Welcome to episode number 198 of the Savvy Social Podcast. This is a show dedicated to helping passion-led online business owners and entrepreneurs learn how to use social media as a tool to grow your business. I'm your host, Andrea Jones, and I'm fiercely committed to helping you understand both the how and the why of social media marketing so that you can create connection, build community, and make your difference in the world. This podcast is brought to you by Syndable, which is the all-in-one social media management tool that my agency uses every day to schedule, posts, analyze our results, and more. Try them out for yourself by going to onlinedrea.com slash Syndable. I'll put that link and any of the other links that we mentioned today in our show notes. Today's episode is for my social media managers out there. Whether you're freelancing or you run an agency like I do, the biggest question is always, how do I get more clients? And not just any clients, like good clients, clients that stick with you for years, the clients who always pay their invoices on time. And it is the question of the hour, um, especially as I've noticed things have started to slow down in this, can I say post-pandemic world? I don't want to jinx it, but it feels like a post-pandemic world. Things have slowed down in the digital marketing space. We saw a massive boom at the beginning of the pandemic, and now businesses are kind of steadying out. And so a lot of my uh, potential clients and my mentees are looking for ways to find more clients. So in this episode, I'm going to talk about the places that I go to find clients. Um, and I want to kind of share this from the different levels of business. So whether you're new in business, which I would say is less than $50,000 a year, whether you're kind of a medium-sized freelancer that's 50K to 250K a year, or whether you're a more advanced business owner, more than 250K a year in revenue, I want to kind of give you tips no matter where you are in your journey. So the first one is for newbies out there. And this is to go where people are looking for the services that you offer. I built my business on Fiverr and Upwork. And I know that they get a, like a bad rap, but honestly, they're amazing. Um, because clients are hanging out there looking for exactly what you have to offer. Okay. So clients are like, I'm ready to pay and I just need someone. I need to find someone to do this. Now, I think people have a lot of um, like, like it leaves a bad taste in their mouth because they may experience the challenge of competing with people who offer extremely low prices and low packaging. But I will say this last time I was on Upwork was 2019. And um, I got a client at around $1,500 a month. And I kept them for a year. Still, that gave me a great testimonial, still great relationship with the client. And that was through Upwork. And they sent referrals and more business and all of that. So I know it gets a bad rap, but I suggest those two places. If you're struggling, find a way to position yourself as a premium offer and a premium service. So there are the people who are going to look for the lowest possible price. There's nothing we can do about that. Um, and they will find a low price. There's people all over the world who can basically offer low, low prices that maybe those of us in North America can't quite match, right? So don't try to compete with those people, but ask yourself how you can offer a premium service. And um, you know, I do things in my business, the way that we package our services, the way that I present those services, the way that I talk about the work that we do. It's very clear 
that I'm not the lowest price, but I am a price that is worth the service that we're delivering. And honestly, there's a segment, a small segment of people who want to work with, say, people from the US and Canada. So use that to your advantage. And I would always highlight that in my proposals. And um, yeah, just be ready to, to speak to that because there are people looking for exactly what you have to offer. The last thing I'll say about Fiverr and Upwork is that it is a huge time suck. So this is why I recommend it for beginners because you have the time. You don't have clients that you're serving yet, or you only have a few. So you want to use that time to go get more clients. Number one, you need to practice, right? You need to use your skills and actually use them on clients that are paying you. The skill of not just completing the task, but the skill of actually learning how to manage yourself, manage your clients. Like the managing clients is a whole different skill. And you want to be able to learn that on the clients when you're new. And maybe, maybe they're not at exactly the price point that you want to be at just yet. So that when that dream client comes along, you have your systems in place. You know how to do the job that you're doing. You know how to communicate and manage with your clients. You know how to manage yourself and maybe even a a small team. You got to have that in place in order to serve those dream clients. If a dream client walked in the door and you haven't practiced that, you're probably going to mess it up. Okay. So practice, practice, practice on Fiverr and Upwork, get your skills going. And honestly, it's a great way to build up a referral network. That's how I started. Uh, My next place to find clients is to start scheduling some coffee chats. And I like to do these with referral partners. So potential people who can potentially refer you clients. So in the social media space, that's graphic designers, branding experts, web designers, podcast managers, bloggers, you know, people who you have the same clients with them. Start setting up coffee chats, get to know them, networking. I will say it's a lot slower of a burn than Fiverr Upwork, but if you're new that can really help you leverage your network and start referring. I will say this, be the first one to refer. Um, don't just get on these calls hoping that everyone's going to refer you clients. You've got to give before you can get. So if you're on the call with like a PR strategist, think about how you can refer your clients to them first. Then they can talk about how maybe they can work together. Um, I've tried referral fees over the years. I may try this again soon. Um, I find that the best referral partners just like referring you. They don't really need a kickback or a fee. That's just my opinion though. (laughs) Um, All right. So the next place that I want you to think about finding your social media marketing clients is in premium groups, paid communities, paid masterminds, classes, courses. I have found some of my best clients by being the star student in a paid course. Um, and this is what I, by star student, I think that part is key and important. Like I'm the type of person where if I have homework, I'm going to do my homework. Okay. That's just who I am. I grew up that way. My husband was actually teasing me, um, recently because we were talking about writing book reports and I would like read the book and take notes and have references. And he would like, just read the spark notes or Cole's notes and like fluff it. That like broke my heart. (laughs) I'm going to do the whole thing. So because of that, when I join a course or a program, um, and this really works if you're marketing to other entrepreneurs um, and you're in a group with other entrepreneurs, I show up. I am visible. I ask questions. I talk about my business. I talk about what I do. 
And that naturally attracts people to me. Um, There's only been a very handful of times where I've joined a program and I haven't at least got a client from it. Most of the time when I'm joining programs, yes, I'm looking to learn, but I'm also looking to network in those programs, especially because I want to network with people who have the money to be able to pay me for my services, right? So the challenge with being in the space that we're in is that sometimes using social media isn't the best way to find our clients because they need us because they're not on social media, if that makes any sense, or they're overwhelmed or whatever the case may be. So I find that to work really well. Next up is to try uh, listing your, your business as a freelancer or agency in listing sites. So list your business on these listing sites. One of my favorites is Agency Vista. Um, I'll put that link in the description. But I listed my business there and um, actually got some really nice traction on my listing, but also not just for the listing, but connected with the site owners and ended up partnering with them on a few things as well. So you never know who's watching, right? So, um, you know, looking at places where you can list your agency and list your freelance business and be in some sort of directory. It's really helpful. Lastly, I'll talk more about referrals from a more advanced business stage. So when you're thinking about you know past 250K, my business, for instance, is almost all referrals. This is a, a play on delivering a great service. I don't know how else to say it, but my clients come to me now because my other clients talked about me to them. <laughs> so the clients know each other. And I cannot emphasize this enough, but you've got to deliver an amazing service so that you can get more clients. That to me is the best way. When I talk about I start my business on Fiverr and Upwork, it took me three or four years of learning how to do this with those clients before I started building out my client referral network. And all it took was a couple of amazing client experiences. And I'm set now. Like We don't have to do the Fiverr and the Upwork and the pitching and the yada, yada. I, we don't have to do all of that because we get amazing testimonials. Our clients actually record videos or send us written testimonials that we use in our marketing. And they talk about our services to other people. So now they're in the premium groups, you know, they're masterminds going, oh, I worked with Andrea last year. You should definitely hire her agency, <laughs> right? Um, and so that really works to your advantage when you're at that stage of business. That's the best way to keep the clients flowing in. And honestly, when you reduce your client churn as well, you don't need to have that many clients. So we have about 20, 22 clients on our roster at any given point. That's our max. That's where I'm comfortable right now um, with the business. I'm not looking to grow that anymore. And so for us, if we keep our clients for years and years, we don't really need to have a large number of new clients. Some clients come and go totally natural and part of it. We don't have to have all those clients in order to be successful. The last thing I'll mention is this, is uh, you can do a social media marketing um, campaign to get new clients. We just did one recently. Um, we needed a few more clients to kind of bulk up our roster. Um, especially, like I said, things have kind of slowed down and shifted post-pandemic. We had a few clients who were planning some big things, but Honestly, in the online space, we had some launches that failed last year. It just seemed like 
people were a little bit tired of being online, if I'm being honest with you. So we had some clients kind of pause or drop off. And so we needed to bulk up. So we did a mini campaign on social and I actually had to end it early. I I wanted to do it for six weeks. We ended up doing it for three (laughs) uh, because we got so many leads that I was like, we can't, we got to slow it down. But we did a campaign on social all about getting more clients. And so once you have this established base of business, you have these people who are following you on your newsletter, you're on their dream list. Like this is the whole goal. You're on their dream list and they want to work with you. One thing that worked really well for us is we did offer a new client incentive. So for what we did is we're testing out expanding our services anyways with our current clients. And so um, we're doing more more content marketing essentially and funnel marketing. Um, So for these new clients that came on, if they came on in the month of February, we gave them a free funnel audit and a funnel strategy. So we audited their funnel, looked at their lead magnet, their emails, their landing pages, gave some advice. And then the strategy for how to move forward. Think about this angle for the lead magnet. Here's some ways you can tweak your landing page. Here's how you can adjust your email funnel for conversion. And that worked really well for us, too well. (laughs) Now we have a wait list again. Um, But sometimes, you know, putting out that call on social media can be very helpful. And in our case, especially since we don't usually do it, I most often talk about our programs and lower cost offers. We had some people who were like, hey, I've been meaning to reach out to you, or I connected with you two years ago and we're ready to start now, that sort of thing. So that can be very helpful. If you're a social media manager, and you want more support, I do want to direct you to our blueprint. So what I talked about today is part one in the blueprint. There's so much more to building a social media management business and it's all for free. So you can find it at onlinedrea.com slash blueprint. And if you are interested in being mentored by me, um, the wait list is available to sign up. We'll be doing another launch in the fall of this year. So you definitely want to get your name on that wait list onlinedrea.com slash mentorship. And as a bonus for mentees, like I said, we only take 20 to 22 clients. So anyone who wants to start immediately that we can't serve, meaning they're not going to be on our wait list, we send them to you as mentees. So you get access to some of the leads that we can't serve, whether they're not a good fit. So for instance, we don't really work with product-based companies anymore, or maybe they're not a good fit culturally. Like sometimes they want a specific angle or demographic, or maybe they're not a good fit with my team and their strengths. We'll put all of that in our community for our mentees. So just a little bit of a a teaser of how we support our mentees, but there's so much, there's so much in there. Um, So definitely get your name on the list, the wait list, onlinedrea.com slash mentorship. We'll be opening that up in the fall. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Savvy Social Podcast. Next week, I have Rebecca Booker coming on. She's an agency owner. You'll definitely want to listen to her business. She's uh, one of our referral partners because she works with product-based businesses on social, been crushing it with reels, especially if you want to learn how to do reels for your clients. You'll definitely want to tune into this episode next week. I'll see you then. Bye for now.